you have these these deep-seated dreams mm. from God and you know that they're from him Abba. but you've had external voices saying yes. no that's not God's best for you that's yes. not God's plans for you well friend I'm just here as you know as a prophetic yeah. voice saying no that's God's plan a for you Anthony Medina had an amazing prophetic dream in which God downloaded fresh blueprints for missions today how can we engage in missions today do we need to go to far-flung places or are there opportunities every day for us to bring the kingdom of heaven in amazing ways every day so that we can live a fruitful life we hope that this video inspires you and transforms the way you think about missions so that you can live a life that's fruitful in God's supernatural kingdom. We have today with us Anthony Medina, who's an amazing prophet, and God has been giving him some new fresh blueprints with regards to missions today. And we're excited, Kate, aren't we? We are. We're so excited to welcome you, Anthony. Thank you for joining us and downloading a vision that the Lord gave you just recently. So we're looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I mean, it's an honor. I, I honor and respect you guys so much. And um, still, you know, we met, I think, just about two years ago. And I'm yep. still growing in relationship with you both. I mean, but you you guys are such a joy to me and a treasure to the body of Christ, in all honesty. Oh, thank oh, you thank so you, much, Anthony. Anthony. Uh, yes, and, you know, I've, I've followed you um, for two years and... I've seen that you are very accurate in your prophetic gifting. Mm, and wow. so when I saw that you posted this New Covenant Missions download, I was very excited. So I think we should get onto it because we're hoping that people are going to be their appetites whetted to hear what God really revealed to you. Yeah, well, certainly. I'll just, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read it and then we'll break it down a little bit afterwards. Yeah, okay? awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. So I actually had this on August 17th. So I had an interesting vision last night. I saw Heidi Baker at Toronto Airport Christian Fellowship, now known as Catch the Fire. You guys are very familiar with that place, obviously. Just a little. Just uh, a little. The, yes. The side of the Toronto <laughs> blessing. And she was, she was at the altar. She was kneeling at the altar with her face in the ground. Um, and then she looked up. And as she looked up, I saw her eyes. And she said, come and meet this missional God of love. Mm. that I met at the altar mm. of surrender. And I mean, in all honesty, just to, just to pause for a moment, that mm. phrase right there, when mm. I heard her say that in mm. the vision, it just struck me. And every time wow. I read this, like I, I pulled this up yesterday and was rereading it and just kind of memorizing mm. a few portions of it. And it just, it struck me, come meet this missional God of love that I met mm. at the altar of surrender. Wow. And it, in all honesty, when we think about, this God of love, we don't think of him in the necessarily missional aspect, right? We mm -hmm. think of him as, as a healer. We think of him as the, the joy bringer, you know, whatever our yeah. context is, but ultimately over, over all other things, he is missional yeah. in his heart yeah. because his heart is for the world. Come on. But we don't truly see that unless we really surrender mm. and surrender fully. And sometimes we surrender aspects and that's why we only see him in certain aspects, yeah. right? Wow. But when we fully surrender, then we see, wow, he is really for the whole world, every aspect yeah. of the world. But anyway, I'll continue. <laughs> so once the scene <laughs> ended, that. I asked the Lord, 
Yeah, I go on rabbit trails sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but once this, once the scene ended, I asked the Lord what he was saying through this, and he gave me Mark 16, 15. And obviously, this is a very well-known passage. And he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole of creation. Uh, then I heard the Lord say this, I'm stirring up a new covenant missions expression. The old wineskin of missions is being done away with. And I'm expanding the understanding, the scope and reach of missions on the earth. And I'm shifting it back into its original intent. As I inquired further, I began to see various images. I saw one person uh, on a movie set, another in a boardroom, someone sitting with a family in a thatch roof hut, which is that's Mm. that's kind of our. Yeah. Traditional traditional missions. You know, yet another was an, uh, another vision was an accountant for a business and various other visions that he showed me. Uh, Each one of these people that I saw in a vision had on a shirt and they had the initials NSM and not knowing what it was, I asked the Lord and he Hmm. responded that NSM stood for new school Moravians. Now we all know Hmm. the Moravians for those that are listening and watching Mm -hmm. that don't know. Here's a very quick you know, overview synopsis of the Moravians. They basically led a hundred year prayer, a hundred year prayer watch. Wow. You know, they, they prayed for a hundred years and in the place of prayer, they received a burden for the Lord. Mm. They received a burden for the lost. They received a burden Mm. for missions. I mean, so much so that they would willingly sell themselves into slavery. They would say goodbye to their parent, to their, their spouses, their children, their community, and they would put themselves on a boat and sell themselves into slavery Mm. to preach the gospel and to win the lost. Now you guys, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure you guys have been to Moravian Falls before, you know, just like I have. And I remember, you know, climbing, my family and I climbed up the falls and we were just walking through along the, along the little river there. And you know, I, I began to have open visions and I would see, you know, I would mm. hear the prayers of the Moravians that they would pray throughout through those woods and wow. just seeing how they would cry out to the Lord, mm. you know, for this country and that country, this people group and that people group. Yeah. And just wow. to see how God used them to answer the very prayers that they were praying. This is very, very remarkable. And mm. I feel so like that's remarkable. what he's doing right now, you know? Wow. So, Anthony, um, that is you, so remarkable because yeah. when I went to Moravian Falls, we just sat there and I ate a sandwich. That's that's all that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I wish glad I was some people prophet, see things. Honey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, sometimes you go to Moravian Falls and you can't sleep wow, because the encounter is the angelic mm-hmm. activity really? and things like that. Wow. Um, thankfully, he let us rest when we were there last. Mm. Uh, we just had a lot of dreams though my son yeah. wow. my son was the one really? who was getting all the angelic encounters wow. yeah it's like daddy there's just there were lights flashing wow. around me all That's night long amazing yeah wow <laughs> wow so, how old yeah. was he at that time man how um, old was he he was he was 11 wow oh, that's amazing honey. fantastic well, yeah I guess he's yeah, learning he, from his mom and dad <laughs> he's receiving yeah yeah he, wow. he definitely has a bit of us in him so <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. Anyway, so powerful. Yeah. These new school Moravians are people of prayer and Mm. action. Mm. Moravians prayed, but at at some point their prayer meeting turned into action steps. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. So they had to move. They had to be a a response to what they were praying. Yeah. They pray without ceasing 
and their feet are beautiful from carrying the good news. And that comes from Isaiah 52, 7. Mm. Mm. They've received their assignment from heaven, some of which are quite unorthodox, you know, compared to what we're used to. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, their old missions wineskin has been replaced with a new covenant one. Uh, the new wow. covenant missions expression is one that says, my call is to go. Mm. And it's, that's not just fulfilled in the bush in Africa or the jungles of the Amazon. My call to go also includes my local government, the education mm -hmm. system, music labels, the film industry, and many other, you know, Wall Street, you, I mean, you name it, that is a mission field. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole world, remember um, Mark 16, 15, go into the whole world and proclaim, yeah. proclaim the gospel to all of creation. That, that Greek word there is cosmos. And the cosmos, all of it, everything, all encompassing, it includes the wealthy. It wow. includes those with more than enough to eat, those that throw away lots of food like, like I do. Um, it includes the agnostic. It includes the atheist. All of those, those are all missions fields. Mm -hmm. So, wow. you know, at the end of this, this is what I heard him say. Surrender your old missions wineskin to the Lord so that he can redefine your expression mm. of what it looks like uh, and watch and wonder as he uses you powerfully mm. for greater kingdom expansion. So, wow. I mean, wow. what an amazing yeah. vision, honey. Hey? Incredible vision. Yeah. Wow. So did the Lord give you any first steps that, you know, we should all do in order for us to walk towards this new calling of fulfillment in this vision? Like, what, did he give you any specific steps, Anthony? Yeah, so he didn't give me any specific steps, but, you know, in, in dreams and visions, right, you look you look to who's mm. in it, mm -hmm. what, stand, what standpoint you're looking at them from, you know, the, the, the main subjects, if you will. So in right. this case, he didn't, give me, he didn't give me clear steps, but he gave me a person, yeah. in this mm. case, Heidi Baker. Mm -hmm. Right. And you look at her background, you look at where she was in terms of missions, right? Because she's always yeah. been yeah. a missionary. You look yeah. at where she was, you look at um, where she was in the moment when she went to Toronto Airport. Right. She yeah. went to the Toronto Blessing. You know, her, she was in a point of desperation mm -hmm. yeah. because she was at her wit's end with missions. She wanted to quit. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And she needed something new. She needed a personal redefining of missions in her heart. Yes. And how did that redefining come? Through encounter, through encounter mm -hmm. with Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit met her there on the carpet and laid her out on the carpet for a long time and gave her new direction, yeah. gave her a place, Mozambique, gave her yeah. a call, go to Mozambique. Now, there wasn't much to the call while she laid on the carpet, right? Yeah. He just told her to go. And mm -hmm. that's where the faith came in. Well, I'm... I, that's all I have. So that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to go. And it mm. totally redefined missions for her. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. for us, you know, putting this vision in a context, this, this prophetic call, if you will, into yeah. context, we get our redefining of missions in the place of surrender. Yes. Come on. Yes. Yes. I, th I thought that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That was the main theme, wasn't it? The altar of surrender. And yeah. um, just to interject there a little bit, Heidi herself you know, had her most powerful encounters in Toronto, the place that she went for encounter. But also it was multiple times of surrender because that's what I remember of her, that she would be up at the front, laid down on her face, 
just again and again. I I feel like it's like a repetitive thing. It's not a one-time deal. Mm-hmm. It's like there were multiple times of surrender. And I, right. I think that's the way for all of us, Anthony. You know, God can give us that call and that commission, but it's a laying down of your life and surrendering at the altar on a monthly or yearly basis. Because right. we forget, don't we, so easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, you know, if you take the macro and you bring it down into the micro. So mm-hmm. in the macro, she had those encounters in Toronto, like Kate was just saying. But because of the big encounters that she had, mm. it gave her a passion to, you know, in our language, be a laid down lover where she would then adopt a lifestyle of daily soaking and waiting on the Lord. So she yes. mm. abolished the, the um, you know, we're talking sort of 15, 20 years ago, she abolished the staff meetings, the, the leadership meetings, and instead they would in terms of a strategy and so on and so forth. Instead, they would just lay out in the spirit, mm. waiting on the Lord, tarrying on the Lord and doing what we call soaking for two or three hours. Mm. And then the Holy Spirit would download what to do for the day, what to do with, you know, for the week, mm. et cetera, et yeah. cetera. And as a result of that, there was mm. just an explosion of fruitfulness. Yeah. So do you think that this is something that we can do now today do you think that's what the holy spirit is encouraging us to do most definitely um we're you know with with technology how it is and just we can we can build a business with our eyes closed we can do things Mm -hmm. with our eyes closed these Mm -hmm. days so um there is a lot of dependence on self yeah right uh, yeah on self to do things get things accomplished build mm. build ministry build mm. business build yeah. you name it we can do it because there are no limits on us like there were in the past mm. and so because there are no limits on us like there were in the past the dependence on holy spirit kind of wanes mm. you know there is yeah. there is not that well i'm going to sit and i'm going to soak and i'm just going to wait on the voice of the lord to come I'm going to wait on his direction. I'm going to wait on a dream. I'm going to wait on a vision. I'm going to wait on a prophetic Mm. utterance. There Mm. isn't, there isn't that need like there was for the Moravians, for example. Mm. Yes. I don't know how to reach the world. I literally have to get on a boat to reach, to reach the other side of the world. Well, you guys were on a plane for a few hours and reached the other side of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, this video will reach the other side of the world and we're sitting in, in our comfortable rooms. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Such a good yeah. point. I've never thought of it like that. No, really. Yeah. It's, it's so true. We, we have so much and we forget the basics so often, which really is giving our lives to Jesus and surrendering, giving him our yes. And so Anthony takes me into another question. What does, mm that new covenant missions expression look like or what could it mean for for us now bearing in mind that we are in different times to the moravians but yet god has put a a longing for eternity in our hearts in the present culture that we face ourselves and find Mm -hmm. ourselves in today with so much extremes of um wealth and poverty um, just different cultural expressions around the world. What does that mean, do you think? Yeah, for me, it means 
going back to God's original intent. His original intent is mm. all the world. Yeah. And it's not just a globe. It's not just the earth. It's not just, it's, it's all, all means mm. all. It doesn't matter what language you look it up in, you know, mm. Greek, Hebrew, mm. Aramaic, all is all. Mm. And so, but we, as the church, we've done, um, we've broken it down and we've said, we're going to go to parts of the world because mm. maybe we're intimidated by this other part of the world. Mm. You know, the, the poor children in Africa, that's a part of the world I like because mm. I can give mm. them some, I have a little more control, but yeah. maybe the, maybe wall street, that's a part mm. that I don't like because mm. it's a lot harder. It, it's more intimidating because those guys mm. have everything, but they don't have yeah. the one thing that you have, which is Jesus. Come on. And so it's, it's seeing it from a different lens. Like God literally wants us to go into all of the world, every aspect of society, every mm. aspect of culture, you know, the thatch roof huts, but also the multimillionaire mansions, because God wants to open those doors for us if we're willing and if we're not intimidated mm. to go and be the light of the world. The light of the world yeah. has low, no limits. We're the ones that limit the light. Oh, wow. That's so true, isn't it? The seven mountains, it sounds like you're, you know, alluding to what some people have called the seven mountains teaching. You know, this has been around for two or three decades now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, which is mobilizing the church to realize that our ministries are actually outside of the four walls and that you know, God desires for us, each one of us to take our place in the seven spheres of society. But Anthony, you know, I feel like this is a fresh word. What would you say is a fresh expression in that sense of, you know, these pillars of society and, and what, you're, what you feel the Holy Spirit's calling us all into now? Uh, for me, the seven mountains, most times when we talk about seven mountains, they're talking, well, we need to get to the top of the mountain and be right. in control and be in charge mm -hmm. in order to affect change. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, going back to the Bible, right? The boy with the the fish and the bread affected change, massive yeah. change. And all he had was fish and bread. You could say he was the least of these in the crowd yeah. because yeah. most time children weren't even numbered in scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't need to be at the top of a mountain, the top come of the on. food chain, in order That's to affect change. Yes. You can good. literally Very affect good. change right where you're at. Hmm. And so that is, I believe, one of the aspects, one of the new expressions of missions yeah. is that we don't yeah. need to be at the very top in wow. order to bring transformation. Hmm. Because you never know who you're going to run into. You know, That's if your right. job is the mailroom at the music studio as opposed yeah. to the boardroom of the music studio. You don't, mm. you never know who you're going to run across in the mail room at the music studio, get a word of knowledge, see them healed, see yeah. them delivered or get a yes. prophetic word for them. And then so all true. of a sudden the next moment you find yourself with the president and CEO. Wow. You know, you find yourself doing God using you like Joseph mm -hmm. and you find yeah. yourself in the palace in an instant. But if yes. you're willing to affect change where you're at in the here and now, yeah. Then God yes. can then broaden, open the doors and broaden your horizons, you know. And Whoa. so yeah. it needs to start at so base good. level. Fresh expression. That is so good, Anthony. Yeah. And, you know, it's so true. Um, and faithfulness is, I see as a, is a big key because if we have a mindset that every day God's going to put us in the presence of people where we get an opportunity to share his love, if that's mm. our motive, love, 
Mm. Then we're going to see people around us. We're going to see the janitor. We're going to see the mailman. We're going to say hi to those people that make us coffee, the coffee shop, rather than thinking, well, when I get to a place of influence, then I will be able to speak. Mm, that's so and good, so darling. often we look yeah. at ourselves and we think, well, we're insignificant. We've just got normal lives. Mm-hmm. But we don't realize that there's a grassroots epidemic of revival that Ooh, can happen. Come on. Through yeah. just our everyday normal lives. Grassroots right. epidemic of revival, darling. I know. Come on. Like that. Wow. It's like at our, lo- at our local church here in Cedar Hill, Texas. Uh, mm. We've been talking a lot over the past year of revival. So we feel like we're in revival. We're seeing a move of God you yeah. know, amongst mm-hmm. our people in our community. But then there's another aspect to that, and that's reformation. Mm-hmm. Mm. And when you put them both together, that equals transformation. And it's not yes. just transformation of the man. That's transformation of society. That's transformation of industry. Yes. That's transformation yes. of government. You know, And so marrying those is a huge expression mm. of missions yes. that we have not um taken into account we yeah. want we want the reformation we want to transform cultures transform yes. society more often than not without the revival aspect that's right without wow. holy spirit without power wow. without fire yes. and then you yes. have the flip side we want the fire we want the power mm-hmm. but then we just we just want it we just want to keep it to ourselves yeah. Or stay in the prayer room. Yeah, no, or stay in the or prayer stay room. Or stay on our face, soaking and worshiping Jesus all right. day. Right. Yeah. But you but, see tr- real transformation happen when you marry them both together. Wow. And then yes. you take it outside the four walls of the church. Yes. You know, in, in my opinion, Heidi really redefined missions for a lot of people mm. because mm-hmm. what she's done and what she's currently doing was even even back when she started very different from what missions was in that day yeah Yeah, and now there is this there is this expanding of this vision for missions into the different sectors of society that's so true and also just as an aside you know heidi um herself went through a whole change of thought about reaching Mm. the poor in spirit who actually had wealth and mm. riches. Yeah. And for many years, she despised the mission field yeah. to the wealthy um, and successful. But the Lord did a number and changed her heart to see that she was also called to those who were poor in spirit and yet had the world's riches. Wow. So I think, you know, when I think of Heidi, I think of the poorest of the poor and, you know, the Holy Spirit blueprint of missions not the the old paradigm of you know giving your life and slaving away and not knowing the presence and power of holy spirit and and yet she also to me epitomizes being willing to reach those in high places but with the same love of god um being compelled by the love of the father to go and I think it's the love motivation yeah. that's the defining thing, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it, most certainly. You know, what I, what I love, Anthony, about what you were saying um, and what you were just saying as well, Kate, is that, you know, it seems like humility is the key in all of this. Mm. Humility to surrender at the altar, to live a life of taking up our cross daily, living a Godward life of surrender to Jesus. And then from that place of posture, 
of being low in our hearts. Yeah. Then comes this uh, place of being able to rule and reign as kings mm. in our sphere of influence, no matter what our position is in that sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to, to be able to just, through humility, serve in our world that's around us, whether it's serving our family, whether it's serving our, you know, employers or whatever it might be, our business, we become an opportunity for a new expression mm. of this Moravian missions that you were talking about, where love mm -hmm. becomes missional. Mm -hmm. Can you speak into, you know, how our listeners, especially those that, you know, are perhaps, you know, Gen Zs or younger millennials who are just starting out thinking, you know, I just want to lay down my life for Jesus. I want to give my whole life to missions. Can you speak into how they can do that, mm. you know, right yeah. in their world, right where they are? Yeah, I will say um, I'll start it off with this and then I'll go I'll go into how. Mm. Um, yesterday I was I was, you know, like we all do on occasion throughout the day, I was scrolling through social media, scrolling mm -hmm. through Instagram, and I came across a video by a guy named David Fish. You probably mm -hmm. know David. Oh, yeah, we, we do. Mars. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was at a room leading a Spanish prayer watch. I didn't know he spoke Spanish until then. Yeah, he's <laughs> yes. fluent. And, yeah. yeah. I actually think he speaks Spanish better than I do, but <laughs> that's another topic, another day. <laughs> um, and he was singing this song that he was actually, I asked him afterwards, he was actually translating from Portuguese into Spanish on the spot mm. while singing it. What? Wow. And, yeah, I know. And um, basically, the gist of the song is this: I've sold, I've sold my boat, I've sold my cattle, I've sold my land. Where will I go? What do I have to come back to if you're the only source? Wow. You know, and and I and I believe the answer to your question is that. And Gen Zers, millennials, but especially Gen Zers, you see this in this day and age, mm. they're quickly realizing that Jesus is the only source; that there really Whoa. is nothing yes. else. Wow. Mm. You know that he's the source, and when they come, then when they come to that realization, mm. all of us—it doesn't matter age, right—but when we come to the realization that mm. ultimately he's the source, that we can have yeah. a lot of stuff, we can be, we can abound in wealth, abound in yeah. knowledge, abound in wisdom, but ultimately he's the source of it all. Oh, wow! And we will willingly give ourselves and put ourselves in whatever he's calling us to put ourselves in wow. but it ultimately starts at that place of i can have everything around me mm. i can have so many people around me i can have so many relationships so much influence but mm. he's the source Come he's on. the source of it all and if i stay Come on that plumb line of yes jesus is the source of everything and in everything yes and man you will be dangerous to the kingdom of darkness Ooh. yes yes be very dangerous Wow. Yeah, that is so true, isn't it? And I think now more than ever, circumstances in the world, the last couple of years, everything's in upheaval. There's like all the labor pains of the end of the age and mm. an urgency with the harvest. And I think there's a realization more and more that if time is limited, then how do we make our lives count? Mm -hmm. And, you know, wow. thinking about the, the Moravians and the prayer 
that led to mission and doing radical things, selling themselves into slavery with the opportunity. There's seems to me that there's a there's a call to that radical obedience again, mm-hmm. to be willing to come out of our comfort zone, but seeing that prayer is what fuels us and gives us the heart of God mm-hmm. for a lost world. Right. Do you think this expression and this Moravian school, this new Moravian school has started or do you think it's about to start? What your, what's your thought on that? Oh, I, I firmly believe it started. Um, I think the issue is the reason why we don't see a whole lot more of it and we don't see a lot of people talking like, hey, this is where God has placed me and he's placed me in the music industry around all of these people, well-known individuals. You don't see more people talking about it because mm-hmm. of just the fear of criticism. Yeah. Fear, well, you're wasting your gifts. Why are you over there? You should be in the church doing this. You should be leading worship, mm. not out there with those with those people. They're going to affect you in the wrong way. Well, no. What mm. if it's the What if it's the opposite? Come what on, if you man. affect them in a positive way? I have a I have a friend who used to do who used to do missions, uh, who used to plant churches on Ivy League campuses. But he felt ultimately his call was into the secular music industry to affect change there. And God, mm-hmm. through some crazy circumstances, opened the doors for him Come to on. do that. And he's seen countless people in the secular music industry wow. get saved and Come transformed on. by the love and power of God. But he had to put the criticism to the side. He had yeah. to put the, the, the voices of negativity within yes. the context of the yes. church to the side. He had to disregard those and follow the call of God, realizing, yes. man, Jesus is my source. I don't have anything else to go back to. I'm going yes. headlong into that and I'm going to give myself to what God wants, mm. wants me to mm. do with these Come people on. that are in just as much need of Jesus as the one sitting in the pew on a Sunday morning. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. so amazing. And I think that there's a, I wonder if it's because there's a, a reality to the cost of actually mm. going for it yes. in the world. Like, you know, I think about our eldest daughter um, who, when she went to the harvest school, she was 17 years old, she was in her gap year. Mm-hmm. She went to the harvest school in Mozambique and, uh, you know, Heidi Baker's school. And, <clears throat> you know, because of that environment, missions environment, she's like, I'm going to Mongolia. <laughs> I'm going to give my life in Mongolia. You know, and so all the way through the school, she's preparing herself to go to Mongolia, to outer Mongolia, only to then hear from the Lord that, no, I want you to go back and I want you to apply to UNC, University of Carolina, and uh, at Chapel Hill, and University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. And and it was a shock to her. Mm. And... Actually, the opposite of what she really, really wanted to do because she wanted to go and, you know, serve the poor in Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Lord's yeah. asking her to go and actually work super hard and get a degree in the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Yeah. And, you know, she ultimately obeyed the Lord and she got her a degree and so on. But I just wonder if the altar of surrender actually looks like that kind of thing, Anthony. Yeah. And, and you know, and that's why sometimes it actually feels harder yeah. to be in the world than in a Christian ministry. Any thoughts? 
I, we can rephrase the altar of surrender uh, with another word, and that word is obedience. Yes. Right. Right. Scripture says obedience mm. is greater than sacrifice. That's right. Yeah. And we have to deal with this flesh and what we want. We all have we all have desires, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, but is but is our desire his desire? That's it could right. be a good desire, but is it his desire? Yes. Oh, it wow. could be a it could be something good that we want to do. We want to feed the poor in Mongolia. That is a good yeah. thing. Yes. That is a noble thing. But is it his thing? Right. Yes. And that's ultimately what we have to ask ourselves in, in the presence of God. Is mm. the thing that I want to do your thing? Mm. Because wow. if it's not your thing, it's not obedience, regardless of how good it is. Yes. And yes. then we have to we have to surrender that good thing for his best thing. Yeah. Whoa. That's and so you, good. As you guys know very well, more often than not, his best thing for us leads to a lot of discomfort. Mm-hmm. It leads to a Boy, lot of uneasiness. Sure, sure true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have to be willing to walk through that. Yes. And the easiest way to walk through that, in my opinion, is to have two things. Is to have an eternal perspective. Yes. That it's mm. not about the here and now. It's about Ooh. eternity because we're we're living for eternity. We're not living yes. for right now. Yes. That's the first thing. The second thing is to always keep in mind that you want to bear fruit that remains. You want to yeah. bear lasting fruit. That everything you do bears lasting fruit. That you don't mm. do things just for the sake of doing things. That's you know, right. it's like having having a fruit check. Like we check on the fruit of the spirit in our life. Am I having self control today? Am I have you know? Am I having love? Mm-hmm. Am I having joy? Am I having peace? Well, is what I'm doing bearing lasting fruit, mm. or is it perishing, or is it bad fruit? Yeah, that's stuff that you don't want. Yeah, you know. So yeah. when you have these different checks and balances in your life, and you're more willing to surrender, you're more mm-hmm. willing to obey and do the hard thing, even if you don't want to, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Even if you're, you know, at the onset unwilling, well, I'm going to go, but I'm not going to like it. You know, that yeah. sort yes. of thing. Yeah. Yes. So true. Yeah, it is. And, you know, wow. it, it's like giving in and submitting, surrendering in obedience. Like you say, it takes us out of our comfort zone, but ultimately, ultimately it takes us into a place of satisfaction and joy, yeah. knowing that we are doing this for Jesus, that it's yeah. for him, through him, and to unto him, mm, and for right. the purposes of eternity in, in the hearts of men and women that he puts us around. And I think, you know, one of the challenges as church leaders is that we need to validate every member yeah. in our church to go into their harvest field. Yeah. And really, it's not about remaining alone in the church building, using the church gatherings and services and worship and prayer meetings as a place of connection and fueling and encouragement, ultimately, to walk out the doors and into the marketplace and the fields of the harvest that they find themselves in. Yeah, brilliant. And, you know, that is a constant reminder that, that being a missionary is beyond the walls of the church building. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony, how can, how can we position and prepare our hearts for, you know, what's coming and this season, Mm. how can people Mm. go for it? Um, Very simple. Surrender, 
Yeah. Um, surrender. We have to surrender preconceived ideas yeah. of mm. what missions looks like. We have to surrender um, what what we've been given throughout throughout our life in Christ as mm. you know what missions, what ministry should look like, who ministry should go to, who it shouldn't yeah. go to. Yeah. Um, we need to surrender. Um, I, f- I feel like in a lot of ways, uh, the church has created this um, imaginary caste system of people. Mm. You have um, the ones in Africa are really worthy of the mm-hmm. gospel. Right. Yeah. They're really worthy of what you carry. Um, but the ones in Hollywood aren't necessarily worthy because those guys are really hard. Well, scripture doesn't say that they will not get into heaven. They say it's a little bit harder because they have everything. Mm-hmm. But there is still opportunity, mm-hmm. and and I feel like we create this. Well, those guys are worth; those guys aren't worthy over here, but these guys are worthy over there. And we have to we have to break agreement with all that stuff because yeah. Jesus Jesus did what he did so that we can all have opportunity, yeah, and be worthy of his love, and be on, worthy man. of his grace and forgiveness. And so we have to surrender all of these different things at the altar at his feet, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. cast them down like cast them down like crowns at his feet and yeah. just simply say, I'm willing to do whatever yeah. it is that you have for me to do, whatever yeah. it looks like, whatever the cost is, I'm willing because ultimately I give my life to you. I have nothing else to go back to. There wow. is no B plan. Yeah. The only plan. Yes. I love so it. So when we do that, man, mm. you're going to see what God does with your life and you're, you're going to be amazed by the doors that he opens for you and the places that he puts you in, that you just have in, in your natural ability and talent have no right to be there, but you're going to be there because he wants you to be there. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I love that. There's no plan B in the kingdom of God. It's like, we Mm -hmm. want a all the way. And if we don't have a, then we have nothing. Yeah. That's right. That's all. Well, Anthony, you are carrying this amazing vision the lord gave it to you in your dream and mm. you know i w- we would love it and i think our our, our listeners and viewers mm-hmm. are just so hungry would you release an impartation yeah. for this amazing new covenant missions yeah, expression so that we could all get in you know yeah. and be and bear that lasting fruit that you're talking about empowered by the holy spirit yeah definitely well let's pray Father, I thank you for those listening and watching. And I ask Holy Spirit that you would begin to blow on their dreams. Blow on their there's there's so many listening right now, Mm. uh, whether it be on video or on audio, um, that you have these these deep-seated dreams Mm. from God and you know that they're from Him, Uh, but you've had external voices saying, No, that's not God's best for you, that's not God's plans for you. Well, friend, I'm just here as you know, as a prophetic voice saying, no, that's God's plan A for you. Wow. And right now, Holy Spirit is coming and filling you and reigniting, fanning into flame that gift that he's put on the inside. He's fanning it into flame and he's beginning to give you vision. And not just vision for for the end of, you know, the ultimate of that that thing that he's put inside of you. He's also giving you strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel to tell many of you, you're in a place where you're, I know what I'm supposed to do. I just don't know how to start. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just hear the Lord saying to you, ask for strategy. He's very good at strategy. Yeah. Woo. He's very good at giving blueprints and he's just waiting for you to ask. 
So mm. I, I'm right now in Jesus' name, I break off fear. Whoa. The yes. fear of asking God for strategy on how to do the things that mm. he's placed in your heart that you know are from him. And yes, they're out of the box. They're, they're yeah. very different from the traditional thing that you thought you would be doing. But he wants to give you the strategy on how to co- accomplish wow. it, to Thank see you. and to bear much fruit. And to mm. see lasting change in the lives of people. Yeah. So, Father, yes. I thank you for igniting dreams, igniting fresh vision and strategy mm. in, in the lives of those listening right now. Yes. And I ask wow. God for those, the, for those right now that feel like they're stuck. Holy mm. Spirit, unstick them. Yes. yes unstick Lord. them now in Jesus' name. Yeah. Uh, wow. Begin to re- fan into flame the gift of God on the inside of them as well and cause them to have fresh perspective yeah. on Thank where you, they're Lord. at and why they're stuck, God. Unstick mm. them and yes, move them Lord. into the new thing in Jesus' name. Yes. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen, Anthony. Wow. I'm just so excited, Kate, yes. to just think that each one of us, whatever our sphere of influence yes. is, whatever place that we currently have right now, we can invite the Holy Spirit yeah. into that place and we don't have to be at the top of the mountain. We can be at the bottom of the mountain or That's in the right. middle of the mountain. Uh, what counts is that we are the living headquarters of the Trinity mm. on the earth. Yes. We have Jesus who is the source of all things dwelling on the inside Amen. of us. And I'm so thankful, Anthony, you've just fired me up. And I, <laughs> I know that you've fired everybody else up. We can be a new covenant ex- missions expression Amen. Uh, Amen. right where we are right now. And uh, walk in humility and surrender and obedience and we'll see revival and reformation come to pass in our lives as we bear rich, rich fruit. Fruit that remains. Amen. Come on. Yeah. Amen. Thank Thank you so much, Anthony. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yes, we really appreciate it. And may this word just bless so many people as you minister around the nation and the nations, Anthony, to releasing that charge to go and with hearts of love that will fuel that mission to the nations. Come on. Well, folks, what would your life look like if you love God, love yourself, love others, have fun and give your life away? May Jesus be glorified through your life and the nations be given to him as his inheritance. God bless. Amen. Thank you for watching this video today. We hope it blessed your life. Please subscribe to our channel and click on the notifications because we've got some great things that we're going to be sharing with you soon. May God bless you as we go on this journey together.